Hello? What's up, girl? What happened after Tony dumped you? Girl, I'm over it. I went from heartbreak to hate. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, Bob. <laughs> Hi, Joy. How's it going? No, don't hide me. Oi, Joy. Thank you. I oh. needed to hear it one last time. One last time, folks. This is the last episode of From Heartbreak to Hate. Can you believe it? Hold for <laughs> I was going to go into tears, so. So, yes, we discussed last episode that we were ending on our 125 our 125th anniversary, basically ending our friendship and the epic <laughs> time that we've had together on this podcast. So I've been banned from Bob's domicile after this is, today. I literally re, like remodeled my apartment so that Joy could be out of it. I made no space for her. Um, no, it's a sad, sad day. But you know what? We're going to end it. And heartbreak to hate way. Absolutely. And that's by putting emphasis on the hate. It's what we do. It's what we do best, right? Petty, yeah. hateful. It's just like breathing. Vengeful. <laughs> There's all kinds of things that they can say about us, and everything is true. <laughs> we don't argue with the truth. That's the thing. That's the thing. We like the truth. And if the truth is I'm a hateful, vengeful fag, I am that. Those yeah. are all four statements the, that the are true. The truth has gotten me into so much trouble over the years, and yet I still persist. Nevertheless, she persisted. Nevertheless, she persisted. <laughs> like those millions of emails <laughs> just floating out there. Okay. So. Um, so, last episode, and I meant that as not the past episode that was the one before this, but last episode of this being the last episode. Right. Um, just a quick one rundown we've had 125 episodes yes we've been doing this for four over four years four years and not two months okay uh the first two years of this ep- this podcast we did it every single week we put in that work that that work was done <laughs> that's edge work is what that is and so uh, what we've talked about sex dick sex with dick mm-hmm. uh the way we hate dick. The way we hate dick. Um, and then we went into places that we took that we took the podcast into lands we wanted to know more about, lands that we knew things about, mm-hmm. giving people knowledge, giving people helpful hints, making their um, enriching lives, saving lives. Listen, our resolutions for others, I really do think that was enriching lives. I think so too. It's and like if nothing else Learn that you can never, your personal self, keep a New Year's resolution. It's facts. It's facts on toast. <laughs> That's copywritten. Don't use it on a t-shirt. Facts on toast. Right. But if you make resolutions for others, it's the same work. And is it shadow work? I don't know. <laughs> we haven't really discussed the... shadow work. Shadow work. That's not, <laughs> let's not today. But So... But we went on and we did other topics and we've talked about drag. We've talked about uh, Black Lives Matters, the different aspects of, you know, intersectionality of transgender. Mm-hmm. We've talked every single topic, I feel. And your point when you told me, bitch, we're pulling the plug. And those were the exact words. <laughs> 
sheet and put it on a t-shirt and wore it to my house. No. It was true. It was like we've done everything. And like everything within our mutual comfort zone. I think is and what. even some things we weren't comfortable with. Yes, we we did Never research been on some, with anal sex. Although some of the <laughs> some of the episodes we didn't have to research, we did episodes that we did research for. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, specifically, the death episode, and we learned a lot. We learned a lot of the options that you can make. So it's been it's been quite the ride. You know, I feel like we've covered a lot. We've just thrown it all out there. Mm-hmm. We were so completely honest. For so, whatever it's worth. For whatever it's worth. So if you were a listener, a first-time listener, no-time caller, <laughs> um, and you heard this episode, so you're like, oh, Bob put this post out about how no one ever fucking listens to this podcast, so I'm going to go listen to the very last one. All right. What would you want those people, sorry, people of listening, mm-hmm. <laughs> to... <laughs> To oh, actually, if they were like, oh, hey, I've been missing out for four years. Right. I should go back and I listen. I should go to... back and listen. What would you yeah. say? Where is there any things that, you, any episodes or type of episodes that you would be like, check it out. Like, check it out. Honestly, I mean, I don't want to do the cliche. All of our, no. Yeah. But specifically, I would say when we got into, um, the spiritual side or the spooky side, you know, kind of talking about things that aren't traditional, quote unquote, right? Because we live in America where Christianity is the largest religion. Mm -hmm. At least they're the ones that make the most noise, right? Right. So we kind of talked about things that aren't generally talked about. We talked about witchcraft. We talked about hoodoo. Like we talked about on multiple episodes. I feel like that's some of the best stuff because Uh it kind of shed a light. That doesn't normally get shown. Right. You know what I'm trying to say. Sheen. Sheen. Sure. Did you get that dress from Sheen? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sheen. Anyway. (laughs) um, I I agree. And then I think that there's a lot of good episodes where we actually give good advice on how to make your life better and how for you to become a better person. That's true. There was one episode where we did 13 and 28 where we were like, you know, learn something about another culture this month. Mm-hmm. Drink 13 ounces of water more this week. Take 13 minutes without any kind of technology. Just like things to enrich people's lives. And I feel like we hit that without being so structured on a couple of episodes. Absolutely. And just like trying to get you to, we had your episode on meditation, which was, you know, it would be helpful for a lot of people who would like to use that alternative way to balance themselves. And so I feel like... And we talked a lot about creativity for people who don't even consider themselves artists or, you know, how do I get into it and what what are the benefits? We talked a lot about that as well. Yeah, like fail, suck, Mm -hmm. be horrible. Absolutely. Everybody fails and sucks and is horrible when they first start. No one's amazing. So yeah, like those types of things I think that we, we were uplifting, thoughtful, incisive... We gave. We gave. If nothing else, this is going to be called The Giving. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so go back and listen to The Giving because it was gave. It was gave. (laughs) And speaking of gave things, nice segue. We gave a lot of petty. We gave a lot of petty and we gave a lot of hate. 
And I think some of the f- more fun e episodes, if you look at it from a, a laughter perspective, are our random episodes where we literally just don't know what we're going to talk about and we turn the <laughs> podcast on and then we start chatting mm. and we just say whatever we want to say or we bitch about whatever's going, what's making us angry this week. Yes. And I think that that's some of the episodes that I think. Maybe that's the ultimate thing to be proud of is this is a safe space for Petty. It was, yes. The safest space. If we, if, if nothing will. else, we patty cake that Petty. <laughs> Wrapped it up, marked it with a B, put it in the <laughs> oven for baby and me. Yeah, no, we literally coddled the petty. <laughs> and we presented music by uh, a local hip-hop artist, Miss Petty Cake. And, you know, we interviewed her. Mm-hmm. And then we even had interviews with people that weren't necessarily petty. Right. We brought Sven on a couple episodes. Well, Sven was on what, one episode? Two? Two, at least two. 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 And then we had uh, Sam was on a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Ariam was on an episode. Yes. So we had, uh, you know, three great guests. <laughs> we asked in the initial beginning for more, but we never really got that. But, like, um, I felt like all three of them brought something to the episodes that they were on mm-hmm. and really appreciate them being here and giving back to um, – Giving us their perspectives on things because it was all all three were different than us. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, because sometimes we enjoy our like we we're on that same level. So even if we don't, if we slightly don't disagree, we disagree with what the other person say. We're gonna say yes, bitch, yes. Because <laughs> we do slightly disagree, but we're never in general. We aren't like at odds. We aren't greatly. No, and the weird thing about our friendship is that we don't have conflict. We don't. We don't. And and it works. And we love it. We love it. We love it. Um, But we also want to thank the very loyal listeners. Absolutely. You You had you wanted to call out. I don't want to call them out. No, no. I mean, like we've definitely had. I don't want to pull people's names out here. Okay. (laughs) But we've definitely had a a lot of listeners who've given us feedback, Mm -hmm. and a lot of listeners. you know, I guess I will shout out Krista, right? Because she was a trooper. Like, she it literally... Was, I was like, you got to say that name because yes. when you said how fast she went through... She, like, through. literally, like, digested three years of podcasts in three <laughs> months. And, like I said, we were doing one every week for the first two years. So. Yeah. If we had a plaque, we would give you one. We would give you one. Maybe we'll find you a trophy, Krista. <laughs> Um, I, mean, I actually know where oh, we can she, get you. Yeah, that's why we were just talking about that earlier. That we, mm. we'll we'll get you a motherfucking trophy. <laughs> um, and so I also I, had a couple friends yeah. that listened for the first few years, uh, very dedicatedly. Um, then life changes, life happens, but uh, yeah. we appreciate them. And, Shout out BMC and all the countries that listen to us so many countries yeah so like even if you we weren't popular here locally we had like different countries listening to us um you know i don't feel like we had the best podcast in the world but motherfuckers we had over nine thousand five hundred listens we're at 9502 currently can we get to ten thousand with this one hopefully <laughs> but like that's the whole thing is like we reach the goals in the podcast server community of mm-hmm. like a hundred episodes check Right. 5,000 listens, almost double check. Like, those are, like, things that people measure, and we didn't care about those measurements, but we I appreciate. Say, we started, I never would have thought we'd have gone this many episodes, this many years, 
So, if nothing else, we're going to give mean, ourselves a round of applause. And if you really want to get into it, go back to our 100th episode where we really slam on everything that we outlasted. <laughs> That's The right. thing where we had more ep- hundred more than 100 episodes, so we had more episodes than so many television shows. <laughs> things like that. I don't know. Do we measure success by success? No. <laughs> Do we measure it by how it makes us feel and the therapy that it gave us? Yes. I believe in free therapy. No yes. Time. Yes. And this is talk therapy. Absolutely. And wait for my next show where I psychoanalyze everybody who calls in. Um, I think that, like, initially, you know, we really wanted to talk about dick. Well, me. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> yeah, specifically, but I was on board. On board. And we I appreciate you not speaking for me, but yes, yes, I volunteered that I was also on board for this topic. So like we did a lot of bashing, we did a lot of talking, sexual talking, uh put the children problem away. Problem solving. Talk, problem solving. Yep. We gave you uh plays, theatre <laughs> productions. <laughs> oh, who could forget our very first play? Yes. Of uh, text messages uh-huh. from the X. Uh-huh. And we did uh plays on horror stories. We have sound we had sound effects. We we did have sound effects. Just listing all these amazing things that we had. Um and yeah, but thanks I wanna thank again every single person that ever listened to one episode because we did it for ourselves, but at the same time we liked that someone listened. Absolutely. It's like a family member, right? You want to be heard. Yeah, and you feel like the more that you're heard, like, I don't know, this is kind of like a heartwarming thing. It kept us going, for sure. For sure. Like you said, um, it's not for lack of love um, from people listening that we are stopping. It's just because we've covered pretty much everything. We are doing the Sarah (laughs) Jessica Parker exit after... You know, when she called Sex and the City to come to an end, did it stick? No. Were there two movies? Yes. Was there a whole new series later? Yes. I'm not saying none of that won't happen. I, for I us. was like, I feel that's what you're alluding to. We but, don't know. But she said, you know, she wanted to go out when the show was on top, not when it was, you know, barely hanging on by life support. Right. And so that's why we are doing it now. Joy has a gun to my head right now. <laughs> no, you had a good idea because I was going to definitely drag it out and you were like, let's just, just let's just accept it. where we're at and let's do it. And yeah, because, I mean, realistically, we're both creative people. We create other things. We do other things. Mm-hmm. We have other lives. Um, and with my ADHD, like, literally, if I know something's going to happen, I will put way less effort into it. And... Yeah, so it's good that we're doing it that way. Um, did you have any other fun things about our podcast? Mm, I, I don't know about fun, quote-unquote, but I do think that we talked about it more recently, just how we ourselves have evolved over mm-hmm. time of doing Absolutely. the podcast. I mean, that's going to happen in general, but you kind of have a recorded um what am I trying to say? A thing. Like, you have proof of the evolution, right? Yeah. And certain ideas. And so we have readdressed certain topics. Absolutely. Especially, like, I'll speak for myself. I'll say, hey, let's talk about this again because I realized that I feel differently than mm-hmm. I did even two, three years ago. 
Absolutely. We've grown. We've definitely grown. And we took a lot of the episodes in which we did extra research into. I mean, I think we both came out better people on the other end when we talked about transgender individuals mm-hmm. and pronouns yeah. and like bettering our understanding. And that's all that people can really ask of other people because you're not going to get someone to change automatically. Like the, the information has to be there and you can't just say, well, I'll tell you this and you don't need to question it because people naturally have questions. And mm-hmm. if someone truly doesn't understand something, that's when the fear comes from. And I feel like uh, we could all use a little bit more knowledge to have less fear for each individual um, marginalized group. I mean, yeah. realistically, like we don't, we kind of, when we're in our groups, because we're both in groups, sometimes we're not reaching out to the other groups to see how, we're, you know, our cousins are doing. Yeah. Like we literally focus on ours because we have our own problems and that's such fact, but we don't uplift each other a lot and we push the other one in front of the train so that the focus, the light from the train is focused on them and they're the one that's going to be hit with the next wave. So like we do that a lot and I feel like if nothing else, if nothing getting sad, if nothing else from this show, I feel like we definitely gave intersectionality a voice And from a woman of color, from a queer person, caring for each individual, caring for indigenous people, speaking those types of things, um, we don't get that enough, Mm -hmm. and there can never be enough of it. Yeah. Even if there was 20 shows just like ours doing the same exact thing, that's still not enough. Yeah. But at least we motherfucking did it. At least we did. And we're able to be open, and like I said, because... Even though, like you said, we're both from our own marginalized groups, but even there, it's like there was room to grow. Like, Absolutely. I had to learn more about indigenous communities. I had to learn more about transgender people. Um, just the growth, just being willing to say, oh, man, you know, I had some thoughts. Maybe those weren't right. Re- reevaluate and mm-hmm. continue to learn and educate. And do it publicly. Ourselves. Yeah. And being willing to do it publicly, absolutely. Because, I mean, I feel like there's probably some cancel moments back in the day. Um, (laughs) Probably so. I mean, sometimes I rant and sometimes I go on and things, you know, mouths moving, words are saying, thoughts are not happening. And all that aside, I think, yes, we, I think that was one of the main um, non-goals that became a goal of this podcast. Yeah. So... Um, thank you, Joy. Thank you. For being who you are and making me a better person. Aww. And I'll thank myself. (laughs) Before I thank you? (laughs) I would like to thank Bob for consecutively being that cartoon character of a queer person that we all need. Um, that angry queer white man that no one wants. But, um, Yeah pause for sincerity from no Bly. no 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 but sincerely so if we're allowed to be sincere and have that moment i do want to thank you because um we haven't discussed this aspect of it but you made a change in your life and the first time you said it i didn't know that it was like a real change you know what i mean and so i think we didn't really 
it I didn't really make a change, but then it was like you said it again, and I was like there was like that little like antenna in the back. It was like, oh okay, this is work. This is a this is the change. Yes. So I appreciate you like giving me more than one shot to to yeah. get my stuff together and get on board. So because that's the, uh, that's the thing is you know we watch TikToks, we get our information from the the Gen Zs. You know we're definitely for the cra- the uprooting of of uh, what people would call normal and ways to approach things. And mm-hmm. they're a little bit more aggressive. But I feel like in that aggression, we cut off people and say, we don't allow for the humanity, right? Yeah. Like if someone doesn't know your pronouns and you aggressively yell your pronouns at them, them mm-hmm. not knowing what your pronouns are, that's not helping the situation. Yeah. That's literally giving them a bad experience from a transgender or non-binary person. Which is still fair. It's still fair. <laughs> but I personally appreciated the grace because it was a little bit of a change. Yeah. And at first I wasn't sure if that was like, you know, we joke a lot, right? right. So that's also part of it. I wasn't positive, but then it was like, you said it again. And I was like... Oh, okay. All right, getting my getting my shit together quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's part of that that growth and that evolution. It's like mm-hmm. to to not sit here and go, "Well, I've done this for 20 years, so I'm not going to like, well, there's yeah. lots of things we used to do 20, 20 years, years ago, ago and you can change." We also paid 99 it. cents for gas. Hello. And we still buy gasoline today. Still go to that pump when it says 509. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs but that's the thing and, and I feel mm-hmm. like honestly, my you know, I've, we've talked about on this show from my perspective a lot, and we've talked about my queer perspective a lot, and, you know, only not only being out almost 30 years, but being calling myself queer for 20-plus years, and never, you know, never being titled. There was never titles. There was never things that um, the pronouns were never even thought of as a thing because, jokingly in the gay community you know guys would call other guys girl Mm -hmm. guys would call other guys by female pronouns so we were joking those things into existence but not paying attention to how it affected people who actually had those feelings and i so i think that in our conversations honestly about it made my light bulb go like my queer light bulb get brighter because I was definitely like this is something that I don't do this is something that I am uncomfortable with this is like I don't want to be called sir like I don't you know we had the discussion where if someone says sir I will keep walking because I've never felt Mm -hmm. that it applied to me I always thought it was like a military thing or talking to an old man which I don't look old and so (laughs) (laughs) and so that's the whole thing is like all those things that I pocketed I guess pocket thoughts Mm -hmm. over the years until we actually had full-on discussions about it made me start thinking about my own uh, feelings and how I feel felt on it so yeah I mean I think it definitely helped to have those discussions between us too so you helped me become a better they (laughs) um do you have anything else to say before we get into the real point of this episode I can't wait (laughs) Well, I do have one more thing to say. Okay. I would like to thank you for all of these years 
doing the production and making it so that I never had to learn how to do this because I'm here to tell you I would have been useless. So thank you. You're welcome. We never got our real intern that we always joked about having. Mojo was there just for, for um, you know. Moral su- support. Moral support. And it really, honestly, at a time in my life when I needed structure because everything in my life was upheaved. Mm-hmm. And I speak for Mojo from the grave or wherever Mojo is right now. But that structure of having you and having the podcast every Wednesday night, like you saw him, like he was like, okay, you guys have talked too long. It's time to go and do the podcast. He would egg us into the room like, like, it's time. It's time. Like you've been here for gossip. Now let's move on and do the podcast. So like Mojo even became, it became his actual like, uh, structure that we both needed because we were, you know, we both had a big change in our lives. So yeah. he would thank you too, I'm sure, or sit on your foot. Probably. <laughs> I would gladly let him. <laughs> that was a literally what he would do to show affection. But still, um, yeah. Uh, so so onto the rest of it. You want to? Do you want to give it to the people one last time? I think so. So I think yeah. that like we can't. <laughs> We can't end this podcast without lighting some non-culturally appropriative herb and resurrecting the petty. Because <laughs> I think that, you know, other than a few episodes, we've not been petty this last year. Um, and maybe just not as petty, I was right? going to say, you just feel like the petty quotient is a little bit yeah, dimmed, to be lowered. Insightful. When you're insightful, mm-hmm. it's kind of a opposite of petty. Yeah. So, you know. Um, straight women. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing because you did actually already tell me. So, give it to me because I will not argue. Straight women. Mm-hmm. I need you. I don't beg you. I'm not going to give you a grace and give you time. Stop fucking <laughs> saying a man is gay because he's not attractive to you. Attracted to you. It is really something we needed to let die. At least 10 years ago. I ten think years, I yes. gave you more like 17 years ago. You said I thought. 2005, yes. yes. <laughs> and so, I agreed with that too. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's straight women all across the board. No, There's it is. No, I can't th- argue. I'm not no. even going to argue because it no. still happens for sure. Yeah. So, like, I get it. I get in your brain that you need some reasoning. But the public, like, explaining away of a person not being attracted to you or not calling you back, not doing whatever it is that you want, yeah. when it literally looks like you've been chasing parked cars and sucking on bumpers... So, like, fix your fucking self, maybe. Or maybe you don't even have to fix yourself. Find someone who doesn't care that you look like that. That's what I would would just like to say. It's like, it's the insistent need to chase after people who don't want you. Let's just stop that, period. Period. Somebody will think you're great. I don't know where they are. Maybe they don't live in your immediate town. Maybe they died ten years ago. (laughs) Maybe they heard you call someone gay for no reason, and then they stopped talking to you. That could be possible. And maybe, (laughs) maybe, maybe I flip the script. Maybe I go there. Maybe I change this around, and I say, 
straight women are calling people out for being gay because they have lesbian tendencies. Oh. Because that's the what the fuck you would say about a straight man that would say that. That's true. A straight man who bashes gay people. Straight man who talks about being gay. Straight, all DL people, yeah. all DL traits. So let's talk about it. Are you one to lick a pussy? Lick a pussy. And maybe in that pussy, you will find yourself. <laughs> you are so ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you. But not entirely wrong. Ridiculous, but not entirely wrong. Right. Because it's, it's seated in a lot of things, right? But the, yeah. the major so problematic, problematic yeah. aspect is... It's literally toxic masculinity mm-hmm. pushed onto women and then women regurgitating that shit at another yeah. minority group. Like that is the whole thing is like, and I know that we'll never be friends at the table. I know that as a, as our own little, you know, microcosms of people like across the world, I know we'll never be, um, all on each other's teams. You know, right. all that hallelujah I talked about earlier, I would love for it to happen. It's not going to happen in our lifetime. I'll be dead. I only got three years anyway. So the thing is, like, just be aware of the shit. Because I feel like as much as making fun of fat people will never be old mm-hmm. to anybody that's not as... Right. As long as there's someone fatter than you, you will make fun of them for being fat. Mm-hmm. And while that will never, ever end, I feel like if I was to say something similarly, like, oh, they only like black people or something like that, then that would be very problematic. And so, I don't know. I'm just saying, straight women. Please stop. Please stop. It's true. I think... It's, again, one of those things, I'm not excusing it all, but I do think it's one of those things that people do unconsciously. So what we're really trying to call out mm-hmm. is pay attention to how it sounds because you may be used to hearing it, you may be used to saying it, but it's problematic as fuck. And if you could cease and desist immediately. Yeah, and that's the thing. And number one on that list, this shit said to me, these are straight people that know me, know mm-hmm. that I'm gay, know that I'm queer, know all about me, and then we'll be talking about seeing this guy or who are you dating, blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, he stopped talking to me. He's probably gay. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the level, that level of disconnect. Yeah, because then it's just not even like, there's no even like, sorry, I said that. Right. I don't know. And if you pointed it out, like, in a real aggressive way, I'm sure it'd be like, clutch the pearls. (gasps) I mean, but you know, you know. But I'm wearing the pearls. (laughs) Today you actually are. Yeah, I really am. Um, (laughs) Did you have any petty that you wanted to slap on the brand new table? You know, I, I don't. I feel like if I start my petty, it won't stop. I'm stuck. In a cycle of needing people to be more self-sufficient. Do not need the hand-holding and the babying. You know how I feel about delicate flowers. I know they're out there and they exist. I don't want to have direct contact with them. But we live in a world where one must work in order to live. And so, sometimes you got to deal with delicate flowers. And the amount of Herculean effort it takes. Herculean. 
for me to be partially nice to somebody who just needs their hand held and she just know how to do their work and gets moving. No, I, I do. I do have a, th I, I do. I do have a thing continuing in that line. I'm sorry. It just came to me. I need once and for all every job, every manager, every boss in this whole entire land to stop saying that we're families. It just makes me insane every time. We were like a family. If it's a family where you don't like anybody, then yes, yes sign me up. That's the kind correct. of family we are. Because I'm here to tell you in my work family, 95% of those bitches, I don't want people playing on my phone. And if you're playing on my phone, it means you're sending me messages after work hours. If right. I'm not being paid to discuss anything with you, I don't want it. And I don't want it. I've actually done some research recently into that actual thing of calling how problematic it is for um, management to call people families. Mm -hmm. And by research, I meant a minute and a half TikTok <laughs> video where the person told me that... <laughs> They do that so that you have an affinity for them and will, like, at that point, feel like they like they care for me. They uh, like me. Yeah, they yeah, want yeah. more from Like, if they want more from me, it's because they care for me. If they are mean to me, it's because they want the best for me. Mm. It sends you, your mind into an abusive... Because we all have toxic family. If yeah. you don't, good on you. Right! Good we on you. We want to meet you if you don't We would love to meet you on our non-existent podcast. <laughs> You're our next guest. <laughs> Write in, phone in, send me a letter in the in the mail, man. I mean, type Carrier it on a... your pigeon. Something. I mean, because I, you probably live in a place where you have two family members and you live on an island by yourselves. You might not even have internet connection. You can't even hear me right now. But you're out there, like, that's what they do. They want you to... And, like, I don't want... Like, I, you know, I'll speak freely. I've told my staff, because I manage people, like, you're not working extra hours. You're not working overtime. Because right. you know what? I'm not paying you for it. Oh. So, like, you need to be empowered enough to say, I'm not going to do it because I can't be there to watch you all the time. And while we might have fun, and, you know, I am an amazingly funny person and approach everything in sadness and things with a little bit of dark humor. And so people think I'm joking a lot. But what I'm really trying to say is... Like, at the end of the day, we work together. Right. That's it. Unless I've pulled you from work into my personal life, we are co-workers. And that, that's it. And so, like, what the amount I need to care for you... I mean, it, it's a struggle for me to care for people I'm related to. So for me to, like, care for somebody <laughs> who is, like... I've known for two months. Right. Don't care. Yeah. And also, it needs to be stated maybe once again that, like, when we talk about lifestyle choices, a lot of things that people bring up at work that are now, you know, have been for decades, their ammunition for things, such as children, lifestyle choices. I live in the country. I can't give lifestyle choice. Those are actual lifestyle choices. Not motherfucking your sexuality. Not where your background is, your heritage, your culture. What is a lifestyle choice is how you live your life. Where you live mm -hmm. the amount of babies you want coming out of that hole. 
like all those things the the type of religion you have sometimes that's indoctrinated i know but still it is a choice yeah and so if nothing else if a dynafiery car crash, car crash tomorrow i need you all to know that we have no choice of who we are you your entire existence is the choice that's that's that i mean i didn't really that wasn't where i wanted to end the podcast but it sounded pretty good um so yes family at work <laughs> the end no nah. not the end joy <laughs> because i have one more thing to talk that about was the end of the family discussion oh, family discussion sorry yes i know you got more <sighs> give it to us I'm talking to the 52 percent of you. <laughs> you know the percentage. Wow. I, I think I think that's the percentage. Okay. Anyway, if you are Christian, and by Christian I mean all of them, don't care if you got a Baptist in front of it, don't care if you got a Methodist in front of it, don't care if you're Catholic, don't care if anything. If Jesus is in your book and if Jesus is your, in your head, then I'm talking to you. Stop the fucking shit. Stop the fucking shit. Jesus doesn't need to bless your football players. Jesus doesn't need to bless your fucking child's flute uh, concert tonight. Or their chance of getting first chair. What the fuck? Like, the fuck? Literally the fuck? Like... No. Okay, stop. Because I, like, <laughs> I feel like you need an explanation. So here's the thing. You explained this to me right before we go on air. And... You were like, what the fuck? And I was like, here's the thing. I'm so used to that. It's, it doesn't even, it doesn't even face me. You were talking about this whole group of football players, each yeah. one of their helmets being blessed, blessed for the year. For the year. High school football players, <laughs> like, losing consens- consecutively for, like, 78 years football you just, players. You, you did put that in there. But... <laughs> You're like, what in the actual heck? And I was like, oh yeah, that's that's old. They they've been doing that like twenty seven years, years ago. Yeah. You know, get blessing specific items. Um, not always foolproof, by the way. Just. <laughs> but the thing is, like, like if you wanna, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Okay, we've talked about this before. Okay. Was I a bad Bible school teacher? Probably. <laughs> Was I a bad vacation Bible school teacher? Absolutely. But what I will tell you is, what I fucking know is, Mm -hmm. is the two, three words. And it's got two contractions in it. Okay. It's God's will. Gotcha. You can't say it's God's will and then bless a motherfucking football helmet. You can't say it's God's will and ask them to heal your cancer. You can't have... Both of those cards playing at the same time. This isn't fucking Uno. Oh. And in Uno, you can only play one card anyway. <laughs> but what you're playing is skip and reverse back to fucking back because you got them both in red. And it's wrong. <laughs> it's fucking wrong. Okay. Because Jesus ain't a genie last time I checked. Jen is the correct term for the cultural word genie. Ooh. So just give me a little bit of more education. You don't get three wishes every single fucking day, Jennifer. Okay? I'm just saying. Okay. It drives me absolutely crazy 
what I see in social media, people asking from their God. Because it ain't my God. Yes. But, and I don't care who you pray to at the end of the day. Pray to whoever you want. Pray to that green chair. It's pretty cute. That's nice and styled. It's from Ikea. Can I tell you something that's yeah. going to make you mad? Oh, no. <laughs> so, because, you know, I went to a Lutheran school. When I... <laughs> the original Martin Luther. Anytime you close your eyes. <laughs> so, and what did we learn there? This song. I know you know this song. You just call him up and tell him what you want. Do you know that one? No. Oh, you've never heard anybody I talk? went to a Christian and a Pentecostal church. There were snake bites and healing. There wasn't a lot of... Oh, okay. So there wasn't... Well, there's this song. Um, mm-hmm. you, you get Jesus on the main line, and mm-hmm. you just tell him what you want. You just call him up and tell him what you want. Those are the words, literally, to the song. I'm not making it up. Those are literally the words. So, people learn from an early age... That Jesus is there to take your order. Like he's a, you know, cashier in the drive-thru. Your eyes are twitching, but I'm... I, Does I'm not, Jesus make you pull up to the first spot while you're... This is that to be you're... fair moment, because you know black people love to be fair. I don't know if you've noticed that. To be fair. To be fair. We love, we love that. So yeah. like, to be fair. To be fair. Because <laughs> devil's advocate. Just playing devil's advocate. Well, that's white, that's white people's that's version. White people's, white people's version. devil's advocate. Black people. But I am the be... devil's advocate. Okie <laughs> That's my whole thing is though. Like, I've read parts of the Bible. I'm not going to say I read it all because I have ADHD and that shit is stupid. And like, I, you know, like. Plus, I've read the Egyptian Book of the Dead, which is the same exact shit, except for 22,000 years before the Bible even started. So, copy much? But, like, seriously, though. <laughs> like, do it all, or shut the fuck up about it. Read the book, and I'm not talking translations. I don't want to hear translations. And you know what I want from, from Christians now? I want you to speak... In the Greek and Hebrew? And the Greek and Hebrew. Okay. I, if you ain't doing that, if you ain't quoting that, if you're at church, you're walking around in a $3,000 suit doing Christianity wrong. If you're giving money to a church so that they can actively molest your children, you're doing Christianity wrong. I mean, let's talk about it. I mean, because it gets to the point where I'm. all this is like enraged, queer rage, right? Because people say, we groom children. No, it's actually Catholics that groom children. Because you're then molested. You have to tell that person that molested you what happened to you. And then you have to ask for forgiveness for it. Fuck your life. Like, I'm, like I've been really cute on this, ep- this podcast for t- four, four years. Yeah. And I've held back on my hatred. Not even hatred. Flames, flames, flames on the side of my face, <laughs> breathing, heaving. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. Clue. But um, it's just insane to me what people still believe. It's insane to me that you still believe it while typing on a computer in your fucking hand. That you will discredit science completely and pretend like it doesn't exist. Like you will, you, you, you like utilize Christianity for slavery purposes. You utilize uh, Christianity to murder 
millions of people and not even talking when you came over and killed the indigenous people to this country but when you decided that all these thousands of people were witches and you killed them in in europe before you even brought that shit to america and like the whole thing is like if religion did not exist and i know that it has to exist because people have a god hole science fact look it up they need to believe something exists Okay. In order to make their life work. They have what's called a God hole. You got to fill it with something. I do dick. Try <laughs> dick. And so what? <laughs> I believe in dick. And so, which is essentially where the fountain of youth and life comes from, right? Life starts in the dick. It's sperm. It's all there. Pray to the dick. I legitimately can't sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes you start in one place, and then by the, before I know it, we're in a whole other neighborhood, and I'm like, "Holy shit! How did we get here?" Oh, I it's swear the same it was in the neighborhood. The it's my brain. I know. I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, that goes back to the interpretation of it all, right? And people choosing to interpret things. I'm not trying to make it better. I'm just saying no. these are all of the things that people will say. It's like, well, you can't just blame um specifically our religion it's the man or you know quote unquote so mm-hmm. person who goes and interprets it to use it towards their will which is actually also true the big problem being that if you give anybody power and then give them a bunch of people to and be over you pay your tithings for their cadillacs for and you pay yeah. their tithings for their house and you pay the tithings for their church to be get, be bigger because if nothing else the congregation is a minister's dick size, so it has to be the biggest congregation possible. It all wraps around in the same <laughs> area. Every to a congregation is a minister's dick size. Am I wrong? I didn't say you were wrong. I just said, <laughs> I just need a moment to digest. That's all. <sighs> or clit. Whatever you want. I'm not going to gender your minister. I just need... Rational thinking. Okay. I need... I feel like... Fill your god hole, but not mine. That's what you're really asking. Right. Fill your own god hole. Unless you got a big dick. No, just joking. Um, That's... Yeah, and that's a whole thing, too. But I feel like my thing is... Yes, leave me alone. Do your thing. Go to church. I and like we've talked about before. I know people who are very Christian, and they live the Christian life, and they are the epitome of what you need to be as a Christian. Maybe it's my definition, maybe it's others, but I they are people who are they live their life for the religion, and that is solely what they do. Mm-hmm. They and they're good people. Yeah. They would never make fun of people. They would never mistreat a person because of what they look like and who they were. They would never bless a football helmet. They would mm-hmm. like because I like that takes the legitimacy of your religion. No, I get it. It makes it into a parlor trick. Yeah. It's literally ectoplasm in a nineteen oh two photograph. It's literally a Ouija board that someone pushes with their knee. It's literally a trick. And I don't care. I'm an ordained minister. I know what I'm talking about. I'm ordaining my minister to you. I want to end this rant, but 
just know that it's not over.